So we um, Last year lo- Loads of people were saying We should have done A Halloween special Never got a chance to do one We were just busy But this year We said we'd get one Fucking done And Ma has An awful lot of work done here And it, There's links There is There's links So any video that we watch Any You can go look at yourselves mm. And if you're on YouTube Then you get a, You get all there Right in front of you <laughs> So do you mean Ghost? Yeah, I would have said when I was younger like that, I kind of didn't. But um, as I got older then, I was like, why? Why not? Like, And the funny thing is, I, I, like, I don't believe in God, but yeah, I do believe there's demons and ghosts and shit like that. Because at the end of this podcast, we have an exclusive yes. interview with Harrison Ford. <laughs> so, shoo, come on, scary. Also, right. also, right, I am, right, I won't lie, if you hear this, this nice, right? Right, that's not me fiddling. If you're listening, with a bag of coke. Right, <laughs> this is Doritos. This podcast has been brought to you. No, it hasn't. <laughs> Nobody sponsors this. Only me. But uh, I'll, um, you know, Matt's drinking like fuck that. <laughs> Bottle of Captain Morgan with me and all. <laughs> Go on, show me, show me something, scare me. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Do you want a video also, or do you want the, do you want a story? <sighs> Eeny meeny miny mo. Blah 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 blah. Um, story story okay so I've I've got some stories off reddit here and um, so we're going to start off with this one so I was an only child for most of my life so I spent a lot of time alone just playing I found many cool little hunting encampments old dump sites from the 60s oil drilling operations long abandoned etc Years I spent out there never running into a single other soul except animals. One day I was visiting after I had gone to college and I walked up the back hill where I, we had buried all of my many pets growing up. This <laughs> many like fucking, pet cemetery yeah, shit. Like how many fucking pets do you kill in He's a life? He's a fucking psychotic prick, <laughs> yeah, isn't he? Yeah. I like to just say hi to them as I was doing the round. Hi! <laughs> as I was doing the round on the, on the portion my mom kept mowed. It was an American fucker anyway. Yeah. I had the sorry, weirdest Americans. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I had the weirdest feeling all of a sudden and I had the weirdest feeling all of a sudden and shot my head to the left. Into the tree line was a man standing half behind the tree. He made no <laughs> He made no sound, made no movements, and frankly, I can't remember his face. So did it happen? <laughs> Is that the story? No no no. <laughs> I was utterly terrified to see someone after literally a decade of never seeing anyone else. I just put my head down and walked to the neighbours where my mom was visiting. We went over to see and the guy was gone in maybe the five minutes it took me to get here. I'm sure if I was a, I'm sure it was a hunter or the neighbour's mentally ill shut in kid. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, what? I'm sure it was a hunter or the neighbor's mentally ill shut-in kid. So they fucking have a mentally ill child locked in the house. Apparently and so. And that's not as bad yeah. as this weirdo behind a tree wanking. Yeah. Right, go. It really unnerved me, especially because I sensed him. And that's the fucking end of the story. So, <laughs> are you sure that on the Reddit thread it didn't say... <laughs> Lunatic <laughs> wanking at children behind a tree. 
and people that tie their children that are disabled up in their basement. Yeah, how does how does he go with the mentally shut in kid? Mentally shut in. Like That's the shut in mean he's locked up. Like that that does mean that. But that crack goes on fucking there's a lot of that in the, the It seems to be in America, yeah. Yeah. Hills have eyes. Mm. We got the baby Babajuba. Did you see that guy that was travelling around America and he went into this place in the deep south and there was this family of inbred people? Oh my god, yeah, I literally I heard it on a podcast recently. Yeah. They were the most fucked up looking yeah, people I've most, ever seen. It was yeah. the most inbred family in the world. Yeah. yeah. And he was actually a photographer. Yeah. And he uh, came back and he was able to do a video with him. Yeah. And your man wasn't able to speak at all. He was like, <laughs> but they could understand him. Yeah. It was mad. I thought that was crazy. The fucking. I thought the photos were edited when I first seen it, and then I seen like the, the video. videos of talking to them. Is that not illegal? The inbred? Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. Well, I don't think it is in, I think that's the whole joke about like southern counties over there, isn't it? That it's not illegal in some states, is it? Really? Yeah. Well, isn't that the whole thing with like southern states is you can, you can marry your sister and cousins and shit like that. Story number two. Okay. So. The wanking <laughs> yeah. in the tree. Yeah, so he's got a top wanking uh, over a child behind a tree that's mentally ill, I think. Um <laughs> My friends and I had turned this hangout spot in the, in the middle of nowhere into a place where we would go and drink. We called it the tunnel. It wasn't a real tunnel, just a dirt road with, with tall trees on either side that looked like a tunnel. Anyway, the guys in our friend group would always tell us scary stories that had happened to them while they were there. I just thought they were trying to scare us because every time, every time before this night, nothing creepy had ever happened. We had snuck out and it was the middle of the night, probably around one or two in the morning. We were drinking and just sitting in the car talking when suddenly my friend in the driver's seat whispers, what's in the middle of the road up there? I looked and didn't see anything, so I said, there's nothing in the road. Your eyes are just playing tricks on you. And he insists that yes, there is something in the road. And the passenger says, says that he is also seeing something. I laugh and say, bullshit, you guys are just trying to scare us. The driver puts the car in drive and starts slowly rolling forward. Suddenly, a figure emerges from the darkness. It was a man standing right in the middle of the road, watching us drive towards him. Is this the guy from the wanking store? Hold <laughs> on. He had no shoes, had no shirt, and was wearing shorts. It was a cold fall night, and he was wearing shorts. This was a dirt road, and he had no shoes on. His eyes were glowing yellow, like a deer's eyes in headlights. We all started screaming and freaking out. The driver asked if, if he should stop and we yelled at him to just drive. Into him? <laughs> well, forward anyway, apparently. The man continues to stare as we are driving towards him. Then once we get only about 10 feet away from him, he calmly walks to the side of the road and vanishes. This road has tall fences with even taller willows overgrowing it. It was probably about 10 to 12 feet tall and there's no way a normal man could have just cleared that. I have never seen anyone's eyes glow in, the headlight, in headlights like that before. We were all pretty certain that this man, inverted quotes, was a skinwalker. What the fuck is a skinwalker? I'll explain that in a sec. As the tunnel was not far from Skinwalker Ranch. I've heard of that. I still cannot think of a logical explanation for what we saw that night. Can I give one logical explanation? <laughs> if you look at the date on the two stories, it's about 10 years later and that's the mentally ill child <laughs> after getting out of the house. 
and he's trying to get away. It's no, I've heard about that is. Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, so a Skinwalker, I'll get you the actual. It's all the aliens and stuff. No, I don't think so. My definition of a Skinwalker is a shapeshifter. So it is some form of creature that can mimic people's looks. Uh, so, Did you ever hear Skinwalker Ranch? I did when I read that and I was like, why you have a heard of it? And I think I might have heard it from Supernatural. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's Skinwalker in Navajo culture. A Skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn in to possess or disguise themselves as somebody else. Can they disguise themselves as animals? Yeah. There was a lot of <clears throat> Indian people thought they could turn into wolves. and Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, they thought they were descendants from them. Yeah. They? That's why they have all them mad names. Yeah. Little yeah. Feather and <laughs> yeah, yeah, Big Paw. <laughs> Big Paw, I think that's a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were all rapper names. But the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Indians just out there rapping away. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I don't know, because I remember, do you ever watch the show Supernatural? No. It's really good, it really is. Is that uh, like about all kinds of different supernatural stuff or is it a, it's uh, a it's series? A, it's a dramatized series. Like, so it's it's acting. It's not a like paranormal so like, activity. Like thing. X-Files. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. Except it's about these two brothers and their father. Um, their mother is killed by a demon when they were children. And it's uh, somehow affected their lives. Something to do with one of the brothers as a child. Like Harry Potter. Kind of. The demon was there for the baby. And um, their father and has spent his whole life hunting demons and ghosts and all that and training them to do the same. Um, and then he goes missing and they think, and they haven't spoken years and he goes missing and they reunite to go try find them. And so <clears throat> it was like fucking 15 seasons of it. It went, it went on too long, but it was really good for about 10 seasons and they deal with like every different type of supernatural thing you can think of. Cool. So can, you, was, can you bring up Skimwalker Ranch? Yeah. Because um, they were talking about it on Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. And there's loads of alien activity and cows getting taken and chopped up. And okay, so there's a film of The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. But I'll pull up the Wikipedia. Never believe everything on Wikipedia. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, so, do you want to read it? UFO reports in the Utah Basin were publicized in 1970s. Claims about the ranch first appeared in 1996. The Salt Lake City, City Lake Utah City. Desert News and later in the Alternative Weekly. Yeah, but what did they say? The ranch located in West, bordering the Utah and Corine Indian Reservation. Yeah, it is Indian stuff. Yeah. Was popularly dubbed the UFO ranch due to its, what's that word? Uh, where are we? Ostensible. Due to its ostensible. What does ostensible mean? Ostensible, 50-year history of odd events said to have taken place there, according to Kelleher and Knapp. Snap! <laughs> how, how do you pronounce that? Kelleher and Knapp, yeah. Knapp. Why put the K there? Like, this is what sickens my whole. <laughs> it is an unnecessary K. They saw and investigated evidence close to 100 incidents and includes vanishing and mutilated cattle, sightings of unidentified flying objects and orbs, large animals with piercing red eyes, as they say, unsnatched when struck by bullets. Unscratched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. That was in, that was part of that um, that episode of Supernatural when they had skinwalkers, they, they couldn't shoot them, they didn't do anything. It was very well um, researched, the show. So each episode was a different kind of a... Yeah, so there was a main theme that they were um, that they were going after, like the demon that killed her mother or whatever. But um, 
they had to deal with it. each town they would go to they'd see something like or whatever was it scary yeah some of it was I might, yeah. I might watch that do it it's I've quite never good watched it. it's on Amazon um, it is really good yeah because the last thing that I really wanted to watch was uh, The Boys that's the last yeah, thing I watched yeah watch the bit, uh. Invincible season 2 is coming out now as well Invincible I don't it's a cartoon Okay. But superheroes. It's oh, good. Right. <laughs> yeah. I liked the, the thing I liked the premise of the boys because it was anti-heroes basically and And it's more real to the psychology of a human if they had that much power. I thought it was one of the best scenes ever. Spoiler alert if you're going to watch the boys. The dick. No. <laughs> Where they're on the plane and your man's like <sighs> I can't I can't fucking fly back at this because I'll go straight through it and I need to push off something to fly. I can't just go out and fly and stop it. Like, I thought that was really logically well thought mm. about. Like, Yeah. I thought <laughs> the sex party. <laughs> <laughs> and there's two superheroes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or gruesome thing alert. Yeah, yeah. There's two superheroes. Okay. Why not? Yeah, yeah. And one power is one guy can shrink mm. what was the other guy's power doesn't matter fucking deep gag reflex I don't know how it's deep matter, but he said do the thing do the thing and one guy shrinks up and goes up the guy's dick hole and then sneezes <laughs> and grows big again and bursts him open <laughs> it, was, it was a very detailed gruesome show it was very show, yeah. very detailed yeah yeah all the fucking lads now are googling that now they're going looking at that dirty bastards <laughs> Go on, next story, next story. Okay, this one I just thought you'd find interesting. Right, go on. Or no, funny, sorry. We'll see if you know me that well. <laughs> I just think you'd make a laugh <laughs> of it like so well. Okay. I was on a jog and had started from a different trail entrance and was planning to exit the trail on another entrance. I had reached a stretch of the trail that was pretty steep and rocky, so I started walking down, singing out loud to myself, when I see something move from the corner. When I looked over, it took me a good ten seconds to make out what I was seeing. It was a man with shoulder-length hair, completely naked, facing me and staring at me. Mind you, it was minus five degrees. <laughs> For the listeners at home, David is just wanking himself <laughs> under here. That's what your mom was doing naked. <laughs> she does say that she is 23 female, so. Um, mind you, it was minus five degrees Celsius outside. When I realized what I was seeing, I was pretty alarmed to say the least. For context, I'm a woman and I was 21 years old at the time. I just walked down the slope as quick as I could and then I just ran out of the trail without looking behind me. Once I was out of the trail, I thought about it and my alarm changed to concern because, well, it was pretty damn cold out and the guy was just chilling in the forest butt naked and it was starting to get dark. I started to wonder if maybe he was having some sort of mental crisis. So this could be the mental kid from earlier. <laughs> if he was starting to have some mental crisis and I ended up calling the police, non-emergency line, to ask if they could perform a wellness check. The police eventually called me back a couple of hours after um, I called them because they couldn't find anyone up there. They wanted to make sure they were checking the right spot and when they described it, it was 100% the right spot. I never found out who he was or why he was up there. I still wonder about it sometimes, lol. Not sure if he was a wild man, for the commas. I suppose it's possible because I know some of the homeless people in that town would set up camp in the bush for the warmer months. He certainly creeped me out though. 
I'd say there's more weird people out there than we know now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like if you watch that, um, there's a new program that I don't know why the kids are watching it at home on YouTube. It's about these guys that go around searching rivers and lakes and streams in the US finding missing people. People that go missing in their cars. So they go out with the boats. Yeah. They see a missing person that's missing over two or three years. Okay. Or a year or whatever they can't be found. And they go check in the rivers. So they have these sonar things. And they keep finding, every every episode they're finding people in their cars. People that just drive into lakes, yeah, yeah. drive into streams. That there's so, that many people with, uh, they're meant, they go Yeah, bad, yeah, like so people would just assume because they're gone in the car that they've, they've left, they've drove somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's what they do full time. And they make that's a mad. program out of it. Every episode. So they're YouTubing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And each one they go, yeah, we found a person, we found a person. <laughs> they blur, blur it out. But it's... Kids watch it. Yeah. Fuck. And isn't that mad? Yeah. I, how's that on YouTube like? That's on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. I feel like HBO Max is like another week away from picking that up. But like, Good. I remember, I don't know if it was you who was saying it to me or it could have been somebody else. They were about a couple of months ago saying that they were walking up Main Street in Port Leash like, and this fella was walking down it with a handgun and a shotgun. What? <laughs> walking down Main Street real in Port Leash. Yeah, real ones, yeah. And... I'm not saying he was mentally ill or he was off to do something, but fuck me, that's... Is there not a gun shop in Port there? There is Donnie's, but it hasn't been open in years, I don't think. So you can go into Donnie's and get a yeah, bag of chips and, and a gun? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's not Donnie's chipper anymore, but yeah. But is that the same guy? Yeah. Bag of chips and gun? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he, he sold, like, fucking hunting licenses and rifles and everything. I used to be friends with his son. We, I used to be up in the shop, like, there was just used guns to. everywhere. What <laughs> happened? Tony <laughs> shot him. Uh, no, he moved away. <laughs> oh, where did he move? <laughs> Uh, he was working as a chef for Alpha Tauri, or Renault Racing in fucking F1 for a while. Cool. Cool. What's the next one? Right. Um, this one was, it was a little bit creepier, right? So the videos are much better than the stories, right? Because... Easing you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found with the stories, it was kind of like, oh, come on, get somewhere kind of thing or whatever. But I specifically, like, I, I watched a lot of videos for tonight, but... um. I didn't want like the, oh, we're we're ghost hunters, we're going paranormal, whatever, because you're just going to set some shit up. Like, yeah, to, that shit. Yeah. So like nearly all the videos are like camera phone footage of somebody like fucking recording. stuff. Yeah. Randomers. Man. The last video that I have for you, the long one I was saying, like that has like six videos in it and it's a compilation. And uh, I fucking, I got some fair shivers up my back watching it, man, because it, it was real shit. Like these guys were just filming stuff like and... Let's do it. <laughs> well, Let's do it. To go with this last story. My right, God, last story. Love the music. Yeah. I'll do sound effects if I want. If you want. <laughs> I've eaten a Dorito. Yeah, yeah, you do ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> People will pay loads to wank to that. <laughs> okay. Growing up, my family was always, always had a very strange experiences. For example, we'd hear strange knocks from empty rooms in our home, see things, <laughs> etc. Wherever we moved, they followed. But at one point of time, mainly when I was around the age of nine, it got somewhat aggressive. Ah! <laughs> 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 Uh, when I was nine, we moved to a small town. The house was fairly small and it was close to what appeared to be some type of woods. Real old time kind of place. 
<laughs> didn't even have common stores. I don't know what the fuck a common store What's is. A common store? No idea. Um, like I think he's supposed to be like a convenience yeah. store. Yeah. yeah. Um, around this time, my younger siblings were about three and two. I've heard some people say that children are prone to seeing spirits and interacting with them, and I just used to think it was a joke. My younger siblings would often hang out around in fully blacked out rooms, and whenever they were in them, I would hear them speaking to something or someone. They were fucking hanging around <laughs> and just randomly walking into the black, black rooms. <laughs> but I just played it off as it was them being playful. This kind of escalated over time, though. It went from them talking and playing to, and giggling in dark rooms. It went from them talking to them playing and giggling in dark rooms as if somebody was there with them. We'd hear loud knocks on the door, but when we checked, there'd be nobody there. And the doorbell would ring constantly, but as I said earlier, no one was there. But there's one experience that has stuck with me, or at least I should say bothers me from time to time. One Saturday night, my parents had a lot to drink. This was normal. It's a terrible thing to say. This was normal as every Saturday they would unwind. Oh God. <laughs> as they would unwind and have drinks. I remember playing the PS3 in my parents' bedroom while they were asleep. And my, and my, <laughs> He's nine, David. All right, okay. I remember playing the PS3 in my parents' room while they were asleep and my baby brother decided... I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of something you would say to this and I'm already laughing, but don't. Come on, come on, Um Sorry, I've lost my place now. Your baby brother. <laughs> I remember playing the PS3 in my parents' room while they were asleep and my, ba my baby brother decided to sit between my legs while they played. Go on. I'm not saying more. I love how you knew though, I knew you we were going to jump on it. Um... Oh, well, yeah, I remember between my legs while I played. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go on. I'm not saying anything. Little brother was sitting between his legs playing. <laughs> while he played. Um, yeah, we sat there playing. <laughs> Go on, I'm not saying a I'm sorry, word. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me compose myself for a second. Go on, get your Captain Morgan into you there. Ah, oh. I poured his short one. <laughs> right, we sat there playing for a while before I noticed something was. <laughs> fuck, fuck! Jesus man. Christ! I, did you get these off Pornhub? <laughs> did you get these off Pornhub? <laughs> no, I did not. Right, come on. We sat there playing for a while before I noticed something was off. My little brother had always been kind of. <laughs> <laughs> his little brother was what? I know. This is the worst scary story ever. My little brother was what? I'd always been kind of noisy. <sighs> <laughs> I didn't realise how bad Stay this was. Stay quiet. <laughs> Stop making noise. Mommy and daddy are in the other room. And they're drunk. So they don't care what I do to you. <laughs> no, go on, go on, go on. Oh, the Halloween special is just becoming more comical than right. I. Go on, go on. Um, yeah, my little brother had always been kind of noisy, but after a while I noticed that he hadn't made a sound for a while. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus, this is fucking brilliant. 
the best scare. I am fucking terrified. <laughs> this guy needs to be on a watch list. <laughs> right. Um, I noticed he hadn't met a sound for a while. This kind of shocked me, so I decided. <laughs> what did he decide to do? What did he decide to do? I decided to mess with him for a minute. <laughs> right, we're changing the name. It's the fucking paedophile special. How did I not notice this was so bad? <laughs> yeah, I decided to mess with him for a bit and ask him why he was so quiet. But suddenly I noticed his eyes. They were gorgeous. <laughs> My parents had a bathroom in there and... <laughs> In the room, and if you sit in a certain position, <laughs> <laughs> you can see his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anybody right. watching on YouTube is going to see me crying now. Oh, right. I need to actually clear the tears on my eyes to be able to read this. Uh, do you want me to read it? <laughs> <laughs> if you want, to. <laughs> Go on. Go on. You can do this, ma. Right. You can do this. Uh, if you sit in certain positions, you could see the interior of the bathroom from the inside of the bedroom. I noticed my brother's eyes were glued to the darkness that emitted from the open bathroom. I shrugged it off for a while, but then I started to feel as if I should try and see what he was seeing. It avoided my gaze for a sec, but then... It avoided my gaze for a sec, and then I started to notice it. As I looked into the darkness more and more, I could, I could see it more vividly. There in the darkness of the corner sat a boy, skin as pale as snow, dark eyes and clothes that resemble that of a pilgrim's. My little brother didn't see, didn't see anything wrong with this as he was a baby. He sat there calmly, but I watched in fear for a while, frozen in terror. After a while, I started to cry and quickly grabbed my brother to flee to my older sister's bedroom. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> Insert porn of music. <laughs> what are you doing, little bro? <laughs> oh my god. I was terrified and distressed as I tried to put into words what I had, had experienced, but I just kept crying. My sister comforted me. My sister comforted me and sat with us until the sun rose in the morning. It amazes me how clear I can still remember it to this day. That was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the read works, does it? It, it doesn't, like, it, it did sound like um, porn. I didn't view it that way until I started thinking how you were going to react to lines. And then I was like, shit, yeah. Uh, well, maybe now I got a bit true off with the wanking again tree. Maybe that's it. We started in the wrong place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Video. Show me video. Can't wait. I can't wait to do it. No problem. I've got, a, I've got another scary story for you, but it's later. If, if you're not watching this on YouTube, mm. the links will be where? I'll post them in the descriptions on Spotify if you, so you can Perfect. flick over they'll them. Be, they'll be on the descriptions. Oh, sorry. So just to explain what you're about to see. Right. Is a child floating in midair. So this guy is out for a walk with his dog. And turns the corner, and this is what he runs into.
So like the child is literally rotating. That is fucking And then they weird. just run away. And it is filmed on a potato. Like, yeah, that's a camera phone. Like, the dude's out for a walk. Uh, that was weird. So there was one just before this as well, which is... Um, so it's filmed in a restaurant, right? So... Just watch where the table that this girl leaves, right? 2013. Yeah. 7th of October. It's a busy, busy spa. You watching the table? Yeah. Oh, look, I seen the chair. Yeah. Okay. Wait, so the napkin's gone. <laughs> the whole table. Look, there's people looking. Yeah, they actually, they heard it smash and looked over. So, let's just go back a bit. Because you, so there's a few things that move on this. Um, that is weird now, the way everyone kind of, like, there's no way they're actors. No, because you want, look, she looks around the minute that smashes. Mm. And so does somebody up in the top there. Right, so that was from those two videos. So, like, I've always said, <clears throat> ones like that where shit's flying off tables and stuff, you could just have fish in line. But, yeah. But, but that's a security camera yeah it looks like, it looks more real it does yeah like so for anyone that is on um spotify and you have no video it was like a security camera of a busy restaurant and then someone leaves the table and then stuff starts flying off <laughs> so this one's a bit weirder because all you can see is eyes right should i be giving people a description yeah yeah if you want yeah. i'll try yeah because in this you know in this one to be honest there is a guy talking on then the let video. him do it he's a professional I am <laughs> well not. he lets the video play and then he tells what happened afterwards right. but we'll see anyway um so this is yeah fishing with friends and vlogs related to the topic however lately alongside the usual content he's been posting videos about a mysterious creature on his land Casey, the user behind the account, noticed the creature observing his house for several days. He's been trying different methods to scare it away and setting traps, which seem to work, but only temporarily. So, uh, I don't know what to do here. I don't like it that appears noise. that the creature nope. managed to bypass the traps and is now getting dangerously close. So look for, yeah, look there. While in the bushes, Casey comes face to face with the creature, feeling threatened by its presence. To scare it away, Casey fires a gun, which works momentarily, but the creature returns later on. Yeah, so I thought that's all it was, was just that. But right, it's back again, you can see the eyes again, right? Right there, bud. Something in there. This time. That is fucking creepy. On the rainbow. Because to be fair, them guys don't look like they have the wherewithal and the intelligence to fake it. Like yeah, that. to make it up or whatever. Yeah. Um, no. So the, the the end of this video is is the is the creepiest part about it. Because all we're seeing now is two eyes, basically, in trees. Yeah, that's freaky. He approaches it at close range, but eventually retreats. Several days pass. 
and one night the creature reappears. This is the one. Oh, for oh, fuck's it's sake. on the roof of the house. And look, it ducks down. Oh, Did you see that? Oh, damn. Oh, damn, he's right. Yeah. All right. But damn, look, shit, look, Casey. That's a skeleton. Like, that's bones on the back of the house. The same creature with glowing eyes on the roof, prompting him to quickly investigate. However, upon reaching the roof, he finds no sign of the creature. That's a fucking spine with bones. Continues, leaving him uncertain whether it's a rake, skinwalker, or something even darker. All that is certain is that a creature with glowing eyes is persistently haunting his house. Whether it's paranormal or but not. I had an issue with, with badgers. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and yeah. every time you shine a camera around, they're like, eyes go like, yeah, yeah. like that weird colour. So... Damn shit, Casey! <laughs> I would agree with you. I'd say the same thing. Like, most things you catch at night on camera are going to have glowing eyes. But badgers don't climb fucking houses. No, and not... And it did stand upright. Yeah, and it was... It ducked behind the fucking house. In, if you've seen something like... I'm gone. I ain't investigating. You're going to say that, and I would say the same thing. We're going to say this a lot in the videos we see tonight, especially one later on. But I'm the exact same. What the fuck are you doing? Just out there. Get away. That's, oh, that's gone fucking it. Like. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> gone. I ain't investigating shit. <laughs> Although I did solve the badger problem. <laughs> Just ground pissing in the fucking holes. <laughs> they got a marching order. Got evicted. <laughs> yeah, so that, that one was weird. Like, the, I, that was I, good. It doesn't explain. No. But how the fucking bones ended up on it. It didn't even mention the bones. I'd say, damn shit, Casey. <laughs> Mom's after eating that sheep. Fuck it up on the roof. <laughs> I love. It. I seen the original video of that earlier on, right? And I was like, this is the most American thing I've ever seen in my life. Because when the guy's not talking over it, <laughs> it's your man standing there going, you need to leave. You need to leave now. I gave you a warning. And then all you hear is... The gun. Yeah, and, and then he just starts shooting. <laughs> just like, that's the most American okay. fucking thing yeah, ever. I do that as well. Uh, and I don't have a gun. So we're going to, I know I got you in the mood there now, but now I'm going to slow you down a little bit here now, that right? If you want, if you want, right? We've got a video, an interview on this morning of a woman that says she's had sex with 50-something ghosts and she is engaged to a ghost, right? Then we've got a video after that that's also an interview on this morning of a woman who gets is getting married to a ghost on this morning, on the This Morning Show, right? Philip Schofield on all them. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing is, in one of them, the ghost is there and Jawan turns around and goes, he doesn't like you at all, Phil. He says there's something wrong with you. So, babe, <laughs> on to that. That's the one I want to see. Yeah, that's me paraphrasing, but no. Well, actually, it was pretty much what he says, but right. So the ghost knew the crack. Their supernatural love story doesn't end there because later on today, Brockard and Eduardo will be getting married <laughs> yeah. in a special Halloween ceremony. Well, ahead of the wedding, she's joining us now. It's lovely to see you. Welcome. Happy wedding day. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so just um, just remind us how you met Ed Eduardo. Well, he was. It's, it was an unconventional <laughs> meeting, let's say that. Um, he kind of burst into my bedroom in the dead of night um, and kind of captivated me, 
My name is Eduardo, and I'm gonna fuck you up there. He's a Victorian soldier, yes. Right. Victorian so soldier. How do you how do you sort of communicate with him? I mean, if this is a, a relationship in the sense of uh, like other people would have a relationship, is it is it a physical relationship? Yeah, it's he communicates by putting sensations through my body. So when he's around, I'll feel like I'm being embraced, like a kind of warm hug. And if there's things that he's really, really unhappy about, he will like send chills down my body Beat and things like over. that. And sometimes when we're kind of trying to get more conversational, we'll kind of converse by a candlelight. So he'll flicker a candle as a sign of saying yes. Oh, wow. So it's very interesting. So, well, we started your introduction by saying that you were initially very sceptical about the yeah. supernatural. Now, now, if you're sceptical about the supernatural... I, Sorry, I, just, I, Philip looking as well. I feel like I should have dressed like that for a night show. probably finish me off. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> the, it, the ghost of Edward was going to finish him off. I didn't have any kind of... I wasn't one of those people that believed in ghosts. I didn't have a preference either way, if that makes sense. And he, his didn't it scare you? It completely terrified me the first time I met him. It was it was unnerving. Like I sat up in bed and I had tears streaming down my face, and it was really really juice. intense. And I think it was the fact that <laughs> it was so intense that kind of converted me into believing that there was there had to be something that mm. did this something to me. happens there had here to be now in a second. That you know there had to be something to it. So you got used to the relationship. You're now very much in love. And in fact, yeah. last time when you came on to talk about it, um, you told that here. <gasps> what? <gasps> what? What, 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 what is it? He's here. Is he? Well, I should hope so too. It's your wedding day. Where is he? What's happening? What is happening? Where is he? What's happening? What is happening? Can't, can't you see him? No. No, definitely not. Definitely not here. And you'd think that I would be able to see him. He, d he doesn't like you. He doesn't like oh me. Oh, my no. God. No, well, that's fair enough. Well, Oh, I'm sorry. So no, don't worry. He's a bit rude. I'm not marrying him. No, I know. Um, so so can I, I will okay. just point out that um, if you do go back, I'm not saying I believe this woman at all for a minute. She, she is a bit mental, right? She did good acting there. She, well, this is what I'm going to say to you, right? I'm only after noticing here because I watched this earlier, obviously. But watching this back now, right? Her eyes went over to beside... Philip. Schofield, right? And that's apparently where Eduardo is, right? <laughs> but it went there about two seconds before he sat down. So she actually looked over like somebody was after walking on set. I'll honestly see if I can pull it back here. Well, she genuinely did look scared. She, man, watch her hand as well when it cuts back to her. Her hand is actually shaking, right? So I'll just cut back to before it happens. Yeah, right, so keep an eye on her eyes here before the cut. This to me, there had to be something that, you know, there had to be something to it. So you got used to the relationship, you're now very much in love, and in fact, yeah. last time when you came on to talk about it, um, you told that here. Did you see her flick yeah, she over? Did. She looked over as if somebody was walking off mm. on stage, right? So now watch her hand when it cuts back to her. What? <gasps> what? 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 Is her hand's actually mm. trembling. That is very creepy. And the fact that, like, now maybe, look, I'm just playing it up, but maybe the fact that she turns around straight away to Philip Schofield and goes, he doesn't like you. Yeah, that is weird. Um, He's here. Is he? Well, I should hope so too. It's your wedding day. 
Now they're putting in this music, by the way. This isn't me. So it does get louder while they talk. But this is the part where she says that he doesn't like you. She looks shitting herself there. Like, Where is he? Apparently he slapped the oak off her head as well. Can't you see him? No, definitely not. Definitely not here. And you'd think that I would be able to see him. He, d- he doesn't like you. He doesn't like oh me. Oh, my no. God. Uh, well, that's fair enough. Well, when she looks at Philip Schofield and says that, she looks like she's after being fucking told something. Like, mm. look at her eyes here when she's looking at him and saying that, right? No, definitely not. Definitely not here, and you'd think that I would be able to see him. Was that before he came out as gay? He, d- yeah. he doesn't like you. He doesn't like oh me. Oh my God. She looks genuinely terrified there. She does. <laughs> so the rest of the interview anyway is ended. That, um, she is, like, they're getting married after this, right? Now, I did find a follow-up story that um, they got divorced six months later. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I was totally getting bought in there. Yeah, so did you want to watch the rest of it or? No, next one. Right. So uh, this one is the one that I just, uh, I fucking, she's crackpot, man. Right. So this one says that she's, uh, she met a ghost boyfriend. She's had sex with 50 something ghosts. And had, had sex with 50 something yeah, ghosts. Yeah, and she was pregnant she with a. The... <laughs> Go on. Did she explain the mechanics of that? She attempts to. <laughs> to people who'll be scratching their heads and say, get out of it, come on, this didn't happen. Um, this is a... Oh, sorry, sir, for the listeners, um, the caption on this is, I want to marry and have a baby with a ghost. <laughs> Ill presence in your, in your life. You're a spiritual guidance counselor. You're used to this sort of thing. You open up channels to the other side. What the fuck is a spiritual guidance counselor? You can just make up names. <laughs> yeah, you just make up job titles just now. make up job titles now, yeah. And this is a channel that, um, well, you really connected with. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this person, this, this presence, um, can you tell us anything about him, her, it? Um, I refer to it as him, because that's easier. Yeah. Um, it's very ancient, very wise, very kind. Has and been on the planet before? I would say... For a very long time, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when did you... F- Sorry, can we just get over the fact that her name is Amethyst Realm? That, that's, that's, she changed her name. <laughs> she, oh, yeah. Nobody fucking called her child that. Amethyst Realm says, has been dating a ghost for six months. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. And she looks so normal. <laughs> did you watch The Inbetweeners? Yeah. Yeah, this looks like Carly from The it Inbetweeners, does. but on crack. It does. <laughs> Counter this presence. Um, when I was over in Australia and I was taking a walk out in the bush, and just suddenly it approached me. And is this and something you can see or just something you no, feel? Something you feel. So yeah, just like a physical, an emotional sort of physical presence. It's something you feel. Yeah, physical. <laughs> why was this one different? Because you, you've had these kind of encounters before Zayman yeah. said you're a medium. So why was this so personal? Why was it, the feeling different for you? Because um, I fell in love with it, I guess. Um, just, it's for one. But, you know, we, no, none of us expect to hear this story. Um, did you expect this story to happen in your life, doing what you do as a spiritual guidance counsellor? No, not at all. No. Mm-hmm. no so tell me, when you and he... Um, talk. What do you talk about? 
Um, it's really difficult to explain. Because it's bullshit. In terms of normal, like, earthbound relationships. It's a oh. bit deeper than that. Like, I need normal earthbound relationships. About emotion and feeling. Wait till you get to the plane flight home. But you, you, may, be, you may be, you may be fucking on a plane. connecting a bit more than, you know, more than that because you feel that you're going to connect to such a degree, am I right, that you will have a spiritual or physical baby? I hope <laughs> the, so. The, what, what yeah. spiritual or physical? Um, well, I would hope physical. I don't, so I've been looking into phantom pregnancies. Brilliant. And I believe that a phantom pregnancy Brilliant. is actually a real pregnancy. Anybody who's not watching needs to watch David's face here right rather now. Rather than a human baby. Um, she believes the reason it. We yeah, she, oh, she full on knows that. Yeah. to carry those full term is because the people that have them don't understand this or sort of comprehend that that's possible. But I'm hoping through understanding what's going on with my body, I'll be able to, yeah. Would you actually you, will you be able? Would you be able? To I think I had a phantom pregnancy once. Physical babies <laughs> and ended up in constipation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah, yeah. like, but but you, but you believe that together. there would be a physical a child. Yeah, I got help her. Spirit form or I did. human form, I don't know. But, um, the, the no, I don't know. Like I'd have said, God help her if they found this fucker random or wandering around somewhere. The fact that her job is spiritual wellness coach whatever the fuck it is the fact that her name has changed to Amethyst Realm but could she be clever enough to do that and say that story to get work like there she is that's ads there's an awful lot of people out there that get sucked into that she you think because I, I think this like so you can you can hide behind your Facebook and create whatever you want to get you the jobs and get you whatever right but this interview is showing her to be a fucking idiot yeah, but you're thinking about that from a logical standpoint. Like, we, yeah, li we yeah. live in an age where fat people yeah. are on social media selling cookbooks. <laughs> the people that are mentally unstable are giving people advice on being mentally stable. And people that have never been married are uh, giving people relationship, relationship uh, advice. So from that point of view, uh, how do you know? Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. But she believes that shit. She, she oh, looks like she does. She's full on. It's the leggings that they would for me now, to be fair. Show me, I never know. Show me. It'll zoom out now. Oh, 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 look at them. <laughs> she got up and she said, oh, I want something that says yeah. normal, just yeah. like simple black top. And for leggings, we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Business on the top, party on the bottom. Party on the bottom. I, fuck that me. That is a lot of colour. That is, that, that's, yeah. It's a tropical rainbow. I don't know what. It's like the Aurora Borealis shit on the Jamaican flag. It's, it's very, very, very <laughs> colourful. Brilliant. When did she talk to um, was fucking... You met in the Australian bush and you had to leave Australia. Yeah. And you were feeling very sad about was, leaving yeah. this, this presence behind. Mm. But then whilst you're on the plane, tell us what happened then. Um, well, yeah, I was really sad because in my experience, spirits tend to be quite static and so I thought I'd had to leave it behind. And then whilst I was on the plane, I suddenly realised it surprised me and, yeah, come with me. <laughs> Bought a fucking ticket in the seat beside her, like, what the fuck? I'm, try I'm trying to understand this. Is this <laughs> similar to being possessed, almost? No. No? No, it's similar. It's similar to a normal earthbound relationship. Just... <laughs> 
well, my except, partner happens except, to be a spirit. Except it's not, because, because it's not. no one can meet or, or see yeah. or greet or see the, the love that you are experiencing. So I'm trying to, to that word, imagine what this is like, and I'm Aided. thinking, maybe this is like having a really nice dream, <laughs> yeah, that you can go back into and opt into whenever you want. No, I'd say it's definitely real. I'm definitely awake. You're definitely awake. So when you say you're definitely awake, so <laughs> you're awake, what are you feeling? Are you are you being touched? Are you being held? Are you being kissed? Are you being, or is it just conversation? Sometimes, yeah. And that's it's just like a normal relationship. So you get excited, you get... See, I feel like here she's shitting herself and wasn't expecting those questions. So I, f I feel like this is how it leads. Like when he was like, are you being touched? Are you being... Yeah. Yeah, sure. And I think that's how it leads to this relationship. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you did, you did say that actually on the flight back from Australia, um, you did actually yeah. go into the loo and do it what some people a do. Member of a Mile High Club. Yeah. <laughs> and why did Stop. you. <laughs> and like, why, if, if that's true, why didn't she video it? Well, should that be porn then, wouldn't it? So she. Well. <laughs> Like, I don't want to see them just bend over the fucking thing and just nothing's there. No, but like, uh, you know, I have the first video evidence of a ghost. It just happens to be, unfortunately, it's fingering me. <laughs> but, it, it, but at least everyone would know she'd be the most famous person in the world. First real evidence. Yeah, but hold on, because like, as far as I know, like, she kind of thinks like that this spirit or her boyfriend or whatever the fuck is sitting beside her. Here. I, I think, like, so... Press play. I want to see what goes on. <laughs> to go into oh, no, no, don't take that as part of the video. Like, that's that's not... I'm just All saying right, I yeah. think she does because that's what I'm saying. It's this whole shit of, well, you can't see him, but I can. So, like, she couldn't video herself fucking him. Lou to do that if nobody can see that presence there. Because, you know, wouldn't be able to get into it on the seats, I guess. So even then you felt... You <laughs> so your one just asked her, why... You went to the bathrooms to do it. If nobody else can see you, why didn't you just fuck you question. on the plane? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And she was like, well, it'd be a little bit rude to do that, wouldn't it? <laughs> to be private. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, some people might say, well, how is this not just a fantasy, perhaps? Mm. You know, that you're imagining mm. somebody wonderful yeah. and that you have these... Yeah. He's coming at it in a real nice way and she is like, I'm not having any of this mm. shit. It's because you're imagining them, not because it's actually a... A ghost. Yeah, I mean, for me, <laughs> I know that it's real. And, but I don't know, it's my, it's yes. my relationship, it's personal. Mm. I don't mind so much if people disbelieve or... No, and, and, and you see, I sort of get this. I mean, you're tuned into a different frequency than a lot of people are, right? Mm. So why are they going to, you know, you don't expect them. Like he's playing a lot. Really, he's, he's... No. no. No, you don't care either, do you, really? <laughs> Not particularly. No. So you and this person, I mean, are things good with you at the minute? Or do you go on date nights whenever? Has anything interesting <laughs> yeah. happened recently? Yeah, they're really good with us. We're hoping to get a hand-fasting ceremony soon. So. Oh, lovely. What? So, hand uh, what? A hand-fisting ceremony? What's that? Is that what you said? Yeah, hand-fisting. <laughs> Let's see if she explains. Hand-fasting. Or hand-fasting. Like marriage. Yeah, it's oh, kind of like okay. a spiritual marriage, yeah. except... So yeah. even though he's been around like a thousand years or so ago, would he go to the cinema or things with you? <laughs> yeah, we went to the zoo the other week. We, we went to the zoo the other week. 
Of the zoo? Of the, of the, the zoo. zoo I think it's in the cinema. <laughs> and what about, have you fallen out? Because we all fall out with our love, however much Do, we love them. Oh, they're married, out. aren't they? Yeah. Have you had any fallings out? Not properly. We've been a little bit tense a couple of times, but so far it's all been pretty smooth. Okay. Yeah. Um, would there be anybody, just final question to you, you know, you're saying and you make your own judgment of what Amethyst is going through or not. Do you think there'd be people out there, other people going through or actually totally realising what you're talking about? Yeah, I know there are. Yes, mm. um, while I was in Australia, I was meeting a group of people who have had similar experiences. Mm. And since my last ITV experience, I know there's been a lot in the news about other people. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, we're out of time. Amethyst. Right, I'm sorry. I did pull up the wrong video. As you can see there, that's the next video I was thinking of. I gave up men to have sex with ghosts. You know what? <laughs> I think I've seen all I need to see there. Yeah, God help like, her. What? Like, when When did we start entertaining mental people? I think it's their, it's those shows using mental people to entertain us. That's a great, that's a fucking great way of looking at it. I think that's what it is. Because, God, like, I don't know. Or maybe it's just great advertising. It could be that. So what, like, you reckon that they're, like, kind of going... Hey, look, we'll pay you to come on a show and say this. No, I think that, no. like, she's after going through the hassle of changing her name to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and she's a spiritual. <laughs> Whatever, like, what's yeah. the best advertising on national television? Yeah. Saying that not only can I connect with them, they are fingering me. <laughs> They're fingering So I can, I can actually, I am the boss here. Come <laughs> to me, pay me the money, and I can have this happen to you. <laughs> I think it's that. It could be just advertising. Yeah, but like, if that's the case, right, how is, uh, like, so they don't believe it. Like, like, the presenters there don't fucking believe it. It's great telly. Is it, though? Or is everybody sitting at home like we are now going, what the fuck? We're watching it. And it's that, not that's, morning time. That's very true. Like, that's it's, very it's true. like, that is the, like, there's people, like you, people that are at home, modern yeah. television is like the densest television that you can watch. Yeah, yeah. Daytime television is very dense. I swear to God, I used to, I worked in a factory. Um, so I never had one job before I started working for myself. And then before I worked in a factory. Make I what? hated it. Oh, it was a cold store factory. Um, so like all storage of meats and stuff like that. Now I'd done it to pay for college, like in the summers when I was off, because it was literally like beside my old house. Do you know the factory mm. beside my old house? And um, so it would help pay for college and shit like that. And I hated it. And I hated it so fucking much. And all it made me think was like, oh shit, like this is, this made me stay in college, basically. Why? Just didn't like it. Because I, I, I hated the job so much. It was so much manual labor. Um, not that it was so much manual labor. I'm not built for a manual labor job. You know that for me. It's just not my thing. I looked at my parents every week, fucking working 50 hours a week and from like RIP or whatever, like, you know, we weren't rich growing up or anything like that. We were very, like, my parents looked after us very well. But I I remember looking at it going like, and they taught us like, you can't miss a day of work. You can't be sick. You can't be whatever. And I looked at it growing up being like, there has to be an easier way. My brother took it as the point of view of I'm going to do what they do. I'm going to work really hard, and like, which is great. It's such an amazing thing to have a good work ethic. But I looked at it the opposite way, going, "This has to be easier." Yeah, but you work hard now. I See, wouldn't consider that I do. 
See, it all depends what you're into. Say, like, yeah. if you had a started a manual job that you enjoyed first, mm. it would have give you a different perception on it. Maybe so, yeah. Say, when I sit, like, if I had to sit down and answer emails and stare into that joke yeah. all day and deal with people, I would find, I would rather get out with a shovel yeah. and dig, just bury me on shy all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I kind of look at it as a, uh, like, I still work normal working hours. Like, like, people always say to me, oh, you work for yourself, like, so you get to pick your hours. And I'm like, yeah, but I still need to get paid, like, so I, I work normal hours, like, or whatever. And I work normal hours with one client. So it's nine to five every day with one client. And then I have 10 other clients with small projects, say, not small to them, but smaller projects to me that's not going on for months mm. or whatever in the evening. So, like, I probably wouldn't switch. I probably do from nine in the morning till maybe nine or ten at night. So every day, yeah, every day, yeah. No breaks all day. I don't because I work from home. I work like I literally work from fucking my desk, like in a room in my house, and uh, I I can't see the point of sitting in the sitting room saying taking an hour lunch break. It just it just makes no sense to me. So that's why you have so much money. <laughs> <laughs> just working on time. Well, I I don't know. Like I w- I wouldn't say that, but like I do I don't take breaks because there's n- there's no need to like with the job but I work. But there is no easy money. No, there's no easy money. But when I look at like what you do, I'm sitting there going, not a fucking hope, not a fucking. Well, sure, I'm just sitting down doing nothing. But you do it for a lot longer than I do. Uh, that's only because I'm like not. you you don't sleep. Anywhere I near want as much to sleep an awful yeah. lot more yeah. than I do. Yeah, but like even I was doing a question thing this morning, and someone says, "Oh, you're some See man. That, yeah. You're always going." And like you know, because you're on the inside, how hard am I trying to stop doing that? Fucking impossible. Yeah, and I think I don't know if you actually feel like there's something wrong with stopping as hard doing as hard as you do because like your brothers work extremely hard as well your family has always worked extremely hard it'd be very hard for me to say that i'm busy when i have brothers getting up a tree every morning and yeah and and that's what i'm saying but do you not think that that's you're placing too much on that idea look i don't i i don't want to be working as hard like I'm, i'm i would love to be getting up in the morning early doing my day and get home at six or seven and just that'd be yeah. my time. But when I get home at six or seven, then the evening time kicks in. That's when I have to start doing all the stuff for the shop and emails and checking that you have this done and that done and just just escalates. I know, I get there. I get there. Yeah, well, see, that's what kind of, that kind of, not worries me, but it's a thought in my head is that am I doing, am I getting the hours that you want now and then when I have a family, that's going to become worse. I'm going to turn into the hours that you have. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because like when, when I go home, I have to spend that time with the kids. Yeah. And then at the weekend, say when you could burst in a few hours, yeah. you know, you have to get up and you have to take them train and, and you have to do things. And here's the thing, you you will, you'll want to. Yeah. You know, so it's a good, they're, they're, the reward is a lot more than you'd think for it. No, see, what I mean is, um, like, currently now, like, if I wanted to finish work at five o'clock in the day on a weekday, I can do that. It's fine. Like, that's no problem at all. And I want that, that same thing 
when I have kids because at the moment I've got a lot of time that's just wasted on fucking doing nothing pretty much like like I look at my spare time and I'm like I need to fill this with work I need I need to do more here or whatever right and like today say right Katie went off with mom for the day um dad was away doing something so I was like cool I've got the whole day to sit down here now and go through videos for tonight's podcast and go through stories and read and whatever. So I sat in front of the computer for the whole day, like researching stuff. And that was nice. But like in, say, four years when I have kids, that Saturday is not going to be no. sitting there doing that. Like That's why you do it before when you're supposed <laughs> to be sleeping. <laughs> and that's what it's going to turn to. Yeah. Those six hours I spent in front of the computer today are going to turn into six hours with kids. But that, but that, and then I've got to still make up them six hours. But that is the case for every single human that has kids. Mm. It's like, uh, yeah. like I watch uh, Vicky sometimes and Vicky always has one baby stuck to her. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, so Bruce is there. Yeah. Like I went home one night from work and I was sitting eating my dinner. She handed me my dinner and I was gone all day and I was eating my dinner real quick so as I could take Clark to training yeah. and she was had Bruce in her arms, she had Jane asking her questions at the other side of the table and she was doing her homework, homework with Clark. That's... And that's... And then the minute she finished that, it's like washing and like... It's, yeah, but, yeah, your household. Do, but that's um, every single parent that's out there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just that's natural progression of life. No, but now I'm only going by people I know and people that I have a personal thing with, like mm. or whatever. Um, I don't know anybody that does the hours a week that you do. Ah, you would. I don't think I do. Like everybody I know has a nine to five job, so it's 40 hours a week. But then that's probably because you don't know an awful lot of people that work in agriculture. See, that's it. You know truckers, you know, like all of these kind of guys that are mm. in really weird hour jobs, like, yeah. or, or has something has to be here on time, something has to be somewhere, like. Like I know an awful lot of guards that yeah. are doing a full-time job. They're a full-time job in the guards and they have a second job. Really? Yeah. Fuck me, right? And I'm a guy that really respects the guards. I really Guards do. have a shit time now. Yeah. They're but, treated like shit. And I always, always, always defend them, right? And I've had shit experiences with some guards in my life and I'm... Sure, you probably deserved them, did you? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I wish. No, I'm a, I'm a pretty upstanding citizen, as they would say. But um, no, I've had shit experiences with some guards in my life and it was just a power trip thing and it was actually female guards. But um, what I will say is I've always respected them and shit, right? But this week, you know, there was damage done to my car and shit like that, right? And to be fair, the person's taking responsibility for it, so that's fine. The company's taking responsibility, whatever. But 11 times on Monday when it happened, or sorry, Tuesday when it happened, I rang Portlaoise Garda Station just to see, do I is this what I do? I hadn't found the company responsible mm -hmm. at the time. Um, 11 times I rang them, and she never once, the barracks never answered, right? 12 times I rang them on Wednesday. And then I obviously I tracked down the company myself and with help of from people, and so that's what eleven and twelve twenty three is twenty three phone calls unanswered from Portlaoise Garda Barracks. Uh, so then Thursday I had to go get an estimate on the damages done to the car in the town, and I said fuck it I'm gonna call up to the barracks on my way back. 
I walked in. Have you ever been in Portage Garden well, Station? I have a story to tell you after this. Right. So you know the little small box waiting room. Yep. Right. I walked into the barracks and there was 11 people stood in that box waiting room. And I literally turned and I had it out of my mouth before I even thought about it, which I do sometimes, which is ridiculous. I done a sweep of the room and goes, not a fucking hope, and turned around and walked out the door. And the blind was down behind the desk and there's 11 people stood in the waiting room like, that's crazy. And I'm not shitting on the guards. Like the, They're probably out doing something. I, I was trying to get my Jeep tax for three months. Let's just do it online. No, because I needed to get stuff signed by the guards. Because it was a commercial vehicle and I needed to oh, get... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I needed to get a declaration signed by the guards. And every time I went into the guard station, it was the same thing. Huge, big crowd. I couldn't weigh. But I know a good few guards. Yeah. And along with their job being hard and she and underpaid, this new guard commissioner came in. Yeah. Drew Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute Which wanker. are all voting in all confidence. Imagine. Imagine... A lad coming in, changing all your shifts. Yeah, People yeah. changing your shifts, they can't bring home their cars, they're having to travel real far, right? They're getting ship pay. Yeah. So they're understaffed. The country's gone mad. There's crime everywhere. They don't know what they're heading out to. Uh, and then this lad, they all vote him out. They want him out because he's fucking up everything. Yeah. They all vote for him out and they turn around and go, we don't care about your vote. We're keeping him in. Is that what ended up happening? Yeah, yeah, they didn't care. Shit, I, I was, that was only like two weeks ago, yep, wasn't it? and they kept him in. So you, you can imagine Fuck, I, was, I was waiting to, I thought it was changing, like because no. they, they had a vote of no confidence. Yeah, they don't they? care. Wow. And the guards can't strike. You see, because somebody said it to me yesterday when I was saying about ringing and being in there and blind clothes, that the guards are on strike. And I was like, I don't think the no, guards they're not on go strike. on strike. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, but, but could you imagine that environment? Could you imagine that kind of job? And we've all been in situations. If you were in a situation with any boss that was like that, you, you'd leave in a normal job. Mm. Like that, that, that's great. That. And any time that, the only reason that people would say, oh, I fucking hate the guards, they're dickheads, they just never needed them yet. Yes, that's, yeah. But they, yeah. they will. And saying that, I, I think this is the first time in my life I've needed them. I, I genuinely think this is the first time I've had anything to do with them. As I say, I've had bad experiences before, but it's more so... Growing up with social media and seeing how people treat the guards and videos online where everybody's like, yup, yeah, fuck the guards, whatever. Like, that made me stand by the guards 10 times more. <laughs> right. Sorry, because we went so off topic there. We went there. so yeah. off topic there. Right. Back to the Halloween. Yeah, love to the guards. Love, love to, to the, the guards. guards. <laughs> I feel like we could write a song called Love to the Guards. Yeah, yeah. Right. I've got two surprises for you. I love surprises. I love surprises. So. Except surprise sex. I hate that. <laughs> when the stories I got off Reddit today weren't really doing it for me. You know, like, like they weren't great. We had, we had a good laugh about them. I had an idea and I said, you know what? Let's get ChatGPT involved. Right? <laughs> Good call Yeah You know I'm a fan Yes Me and ChatGDP We fight <laughs> All the time So I put Two prompts Into ChatGPT Right And I said The first one I said Was Write me A scary story 
based in the woods in Ireland, based on a forester named David. I'm not a forester. I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> what well, the fuck did you, what, what's your actual occupation called? I am an international timber relocation <laughs> operative engineer. I'm an operator. Go on anyway, it's the same thing, go on. Right. Go on. So this gave me a story, right? Sorry, I actually said right short story. Right. Um, so we've got two, right? So the second prompt I gave it was write me a terrifying story about a podcaster named David who <laughs> based in Ireland based in an old convent. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Right. Now, I'm not going to... I love the podcast story more than I love the forestry story, right. but do you want me to read you both of them? Both. Right. So we cut the music. So we'll, we'll start with the... We'll start with the forestry story. I'm going to listen intently. Yeah. But like an audio book and getting just... Yeah. The moon cast an eerie glow over the dense woods of County Kerry as David, a seasoned forester, <laughs> toiled away in solitude. The night was silent, broken only by the rhythmic hum of the forestry machine. David was known for his dedication to the ancient trees that stood, stood sentinel and remote in the forest. Little did he know that tonight... The woods held secrets of their own. These are already better than the Reddit stories. Yeah, yeah. Right. As David maneuvered his machine through the shadowy groves, I loved it. He noticed a flicker of movement in the periphery of his vision. Startled, he peered into the darkness. What's that? But there was nothing. It's my imagination. Shaking off the feeling, he continued his work, dismissed it as a trick of the light. The hum of the machine echoed through the ancient trees, creating an otherworldly symphony. Suddenly, the it's, engine... It's very poetic, isn't it? Suddenly, the engine sputtered and died. Oh, fuck, that's the worst thing ever. <laughs> Leaving David surrounded by an oppressive silence. He cursed under his breath. Fuck! <laughs> fumbling with the controls to revive the stubborn machine. Just as frustration crept in, he heard whispers. An indistinct murmur carried by the night breeze. David. His name, barely audible, floated through the air. Unease settled in his chest as he scanned the darkened woods. What the fuck was that? No one should have been out here. Especially at, especially at this hour. He called out. Who's there? I would not say it like that. Go on. Who's there? <laughs> the woods answered with a mournful howl, rustling leaves like ghostly fingers. David, now on the edge, grabbed the flashlight and stepped out of the machine. The beam cut through the darkness, revealing gnarled branches and tangled undergrowth. David... The voice persisted, now closer. He followed the call and the light danced and twisted through the tree trunks. 
The air grew colder and the whispers turned into faint sobs. A figure began to materialize in the mist. A woman, draped in a tattered gown, her features obscured. Help me. You crazy ass bitch! (laughs) Get back in your house! Help me. The plea echoed through the stillness. David, overcome with a mix of fear and compassion, approached cautiously. The woman's form flickered like a candle in the wind. Elton John. (laughs) Desperation etched across her face. She pointed towards an ancient oak tree. As the light reached the trees, shadows coalesced into spectral scene, into a spectral scene. The trunk bore deep scars reminiscent of an old noose. Dread gripped David's heart as he realized the tragedy that unfolded beneath his ancient boughs. The ghostly figure turned towards him, her eyes a well of sorrow. Find my resting place, David. She implored. The apparition faded into the night, leaving David alone in the haunted woods. Armed with newfound purpose, he set out to unravel the mystery, guided by the sorrowful whispers of a soul long lost to the depths of the ancient Irish forest. That was good. (laughs) And if nothing else, that just gives you an idea of how fucking good chat GDP is. Mate. If you think that one's good, wait till the second one, right? Because I actually, I had a conversation with ChatGPT because the second one was so good that I had to, when it finished, I was like, I had to reply and be like, continue the story. And fucking, like, so it's a little bit longer than that last one. But um, I, I I couldn't get over it. I was showing my dad, but dad didn't know what the, what it was, and I was showing him earlier on, and he was like fucking blown away by it. But that was scarier than the stories we got off Reddit. Like, hmm. that was good. It was, yeah. Um, it must have been the Komatsu I was driving. <laughs> the John Deere wouldn't have broke down because of a ghost. Come on, give me give me the other one. I feel like right. I feel like this one. It's going to shit you up if you come in here on your own to do something. So I'm in here on my own all the time. I know, yeah. And I feel but like isn't it amazing the, the, how good they are to the cadence of the story, even the, the, the language they use? They are, but what I will say is, right, so I went through about maybe eight different stories today to kind of get it. So I ended up picking two um, and putting it in the file, but uh, I went through about eight it tends to use the same phrases over and over again. That was the only fault I could say about it was. So actually, I think there's two phrases that are the exact same. When you ask it to do a story and it gives you one, do you say, yeah, I like that, but can you change? No, I don't. I create it. Well, if I want something changed. So like what actually happened was with this second one, it finished and... I was like, nah, shit, because I felt like the first one, right? So I, the first one I just read, I told it to continue. And basically it was that you went and found this grave site of your one and fucking, then it was all sun and rainbows and fucking happy days, like, or whatever. It, it was weird, right? It just, it wasn't good. Yeah. But 
when I hit the first, when this, for this second one that I'm going to read out, I actually, the prompt I put in after it finished was, continue the story, but have her attack David. Right? Fucking sound. <laughs> because when you were telling me that story, mm. it reminded me of an experience I had in the wood one time. And that was actually that. So I don't know if you want to wait till after the second story you want to talk about. Now, I was going to ask you for this episode, weird experiences mm. you've had out there. I have a few. Yeah. Okay, cool. Shoot. You want me to tell you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I've had a few. There's a few woods you'd be working in that you feel a little bit creepy. Yeah. But we were working in Port Law one time down in Waterford and we were working in this wood and there was this big tower right. in the middle of the wood and you could walk up to the top of it and I used to park the machine down at the bottom and I wanted to go up and take a little picture of the machine because it was, it was so cool and I'd lean out over the edge Yeah, and I was leaning out over the edge and then I, I, I thought I thought in my head I heard a voice right but you know really windy yeah is that like so you would be in spooky situation like what somebody would classically put as spooky situations so are your senses see there alert? there my i wasn't right i was okay. trying to get a real nice picture of the machine so what, was, do, what do you think the voice i don't know sound, no, no sorry what did it sound like what, what was i i, I, I thought someone said hello or something i thought someone said hello or said okay. something i actually what i thought was someone was after walking up behind me and they were talking Oh, okay, right. So, so Which I is a fucking scary thing in itself. Yeah, if you know the way if you were just... And it wasn't that I was scared. It was that I go, oh, someone's fucking yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. And then I look back and... I box the head off. There was no one. And then I just went down the stairs a bit. No one. Yeah. Walked all the way down the stairs. No one. So it was only when I got down, I was like, there's no one here. I, I, surely I didn't hear a voice. Surely. Surely. But that's what I thought. So it's only when I walked out the bottom of the tower and I realized, oh... So I think I heard something. And then but every morning... How confident in your head were you that I was, you heard something? I was confident in my head. dead set, yeah. I was confident in my head because I thought I looked like a fucking eagle. I was embarrassed. I was lying down on the top of a tower look, trying to take a picture of a machine when I should have been yeah, working. Yeah, so you fully felt like somebody's after seeing me looking like a fucking yeah, idiot. Yeah, I yes. thought it was the forester or it was someone. I, I didn't know who it was. Yeah. And, it's, and I wasn't even afraid. I was just there. Oh, there's someone here. I'm going to look like an eagle. Like. Yeah. So uh, it's only when I got down and then every morning when I went into that wood, I was always creeped out. Right. And then I started getting more creeping myself out. Okay. And, and then yeah. someone told me that uh, people had committed suicide there. Right. Like and that Japanese was me done then. That, that I was freaked out there all the time. Yeah, because you scare quite easy, don't you? Uh, really easy. And then I was working in Boyle one time. Okay. In an old estate, I'm cutting timber, cutting timber, and it's really, really creepy fucking wood. Don't know why it's creepy. Some woods are just, just creepy. Yeah, you just keep thinking creepy, there's yeah. someone looking at you. And uh, then I just cut down a tree and there's a massive big crucifix, a big stone crucifix right in front of me. What? Yeah, just a big crucifix with Jesus there on it. About the height of the machine, just right there. Cut the tree there. It's there. And in Galway... So obviously, obviously put up by a person, like, yeah? It was there as an old estate, and in some okay, places they, right. they planted yeah, it. But yeah. it really freaked me out because I cut a tree next to yeah, you. Yeah, there's a face. There's, it, there's a face looking at me. And then, um, just loads of places like that. When you were working down in Galway, yeah, especially, yeah, uh, we worked in a place called Woodlawn. Okay, yeah, no, no Woodlawn. Yeah. <laughs> and that was creepy. Yeah, okay. that was always a very, very creepy. And it didn't help that everyone's telling you that's yeah, haunted. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, haunted. Yeah. And 
when you're working around Galway as well, there's loads of old farms that people leave yeah. and they just leave them and they could have left in the 60s or the mm. 70s. But it's like, close the door, leave everything in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the family that and are moved away. That's weird. When you go into a place that has photos or False furniture. Or, yeah, well, <laughs> fucking Like hell, yeah. the, the bed linen still on the bed. Yeah, that, yeah that's weird. And you, you can see it hasn't been yeah, touched in And they plant years. all around it. Yeah. So all that's there is the garden mm. and the forest has grew up like no sunlight has hit this place in years. Yeah. And it's just really, really creepy. And like, and that's watching a video. Like I wasn't there. Like they can't come out. I think what scared me the most probably was the fact that. There was, there was a legitimacy to it that you never had seen before in a video. Yes. And the fact that he had told us earlier on that something as simple as watching a video can make something attached to you and that freaked the fuck out of me then because I was like Jesus do I have to bring this home to Katie and the parents now and fucking like mm. now the second story the second story right chat GPT we had to take a piss break by the way yeah and we had the whole hands because we were so scared Chat GPT was working off the fucking chain today, right? So, yeah, I already said it earlier in the podcast. So, this is the second story. Second story. About David, the podcaster. Here we go. Who comes into an old convent to record a podcast. Right through life so far. Yeah. So... The wind howled through the ancient trees surrounding the old convent in the heart of Ireland. David, a seasoned podcaster with a passion for the supernatural, (laughs) found himself alone in an eerie silence of the podcast studio set up in the abandoned building. The air inside was thick with a sense of foreboding, but his curiosity drove him forward. Curiosity. Fucking goddamn curiosity. It killed the cat, David. Nobody ever tell you that. <laughs> curiosity got me again. <laughs> the studio, nestled in the heart of the convent, was abandoned with vintage equipment and dimly lit by flickering bulbs. As David adjusted his microphone and prepared to record his latest episode on Irish ghost stories, he couldn't shake the feeling that he was being watched. He attributed it to the normal paranoia that often accompanies solitude and eerie surroundings. The story he chose to narrate that night was about the ghost of a nun who had allegedly haunted the very convent he was in. Legend had it that she had met a tragic end, betrayed by her own sisters, and her tormented spirit lingered with the decaying walls. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> As David delved deeper, <laughs> as David delved deeper into the narrative, his voice resonated through the empty corridors of the convent. Suddenly, the temperature of the room dropped, brilliant, and the air became dense with otherworldly presence. Unbeknownst to him, the recording equipment he be- began to malfunction. It emitted a distorted whisper that echoed his own words in a ghostly chorus. In the middle of a chilling tale about the nun's vengeful spirit, 
David heard a soft, melodic humming that seemed to materialize from the shadows. He paused, glancing nervously around the room. (laughs) 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 The hum grew louder, now accompanied by the creaking of floorboards. That's going to shit some listeners you right hear that? Now accompanied by the creaking of the floorboards as if someone or something was approaching. Attempting to rationalize his fear, David continued recording, but the atmosphere became increasingly oppressive. The humming transformed into mournful wails and the... <laughs> the humming transformed into more of a whale and the flickering lights cast dancing shadows on the studio walls <laughs> <laughs> David's heart raced as he felt the icy breath on the back of his neck though the room remained eerily still that'd be fucking horrible <laughs> look at you you're getting scared now aren't no, you no I just said uh, mournful wails and someone imagine imagine you're on your own next thing you feel breath on the back of your neck this is a fucking scary building if you've read all this shit all day and then came in here on were you scared own. when you came in here tonight yeah. no I was yeah, yeah. no I, I I'll actually I'll, I'll record with my camera the building as you come in and put it on the podcast so people can see it right good idea suddenly the studio door creaked open with a groan that echoed through the end. <laughs> That was You're more ruining of a, me story, David. Sorry, sorry. That was more of a pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah, that was for Jurassic yeah. Park's fucking demon. <laughs> Suddenly, the studio door creaked open with a groan that echoed through the empty halls. David's eyes widened in terror as a figure cloaked in a tattered nun's habit slowly emerged from, emerged from the darkness. The ghostly apparition with hollow eyes and a face eternally frozen sorrow advanced towards him in an otherworldly grace. Paralyzed by fear, David could only watch as the ghostly nun reached out to him, her spectral fingers brushing against his skin. The temperature plummeted and a haunting voice whispered, Why have you awakened me, David? His voice trembled and he stammered apologies, realizing that his pursuit for supernatural had summoned something beyond his understanding. As the ghostly figure backed into the shadows, the studio lights flickered and died. David was left alone in the oppressive darkness. His recording equipment eerily silent, he fumbled for his flashlight and as the beam cut through the blackness, he could swear he heard distant echoes of a mournful chanting a lingering reminder that some tales are better left untold. Right, so that's where ChatGPT originally left it. So I wrote, continue the story and David gets attacked. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Because <laughs> I love you. Hey. Do you want to hear the rest I of it? I want to hear the rest okay. of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this continues on the story. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. So I, I, I put in one prompt, which was the exact words of continue the story but David gets attacked. Right. Right. 
I'm not gonna lie. Jesus. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, I got a little bit of a shock there. I seen that. I seen it. I seen it. Come on. I'm concentrating now on this. Okay, so I'm gonna pick up from the last line yeah. or the last paragraph. Sorry. As the ghostly figure faded into the shadows, the studio lights flickered and died. David was left alone in the... I thought the light behind you actually stopped. You're freaking yourself out now. Yeah. Now you're going to freak me out. Because everyone... Remember, we are in that convent. Yeah, we are actually in the <laughs> On convent. On our own. Yeah. It is night time. It's fucking night time. It's 11 o'clock nearly. Yeah, fuck Go. me. Yeah. Um, David was left alone in the oppressive darkness his recording equipment eerily silent. He fumbled for his flashlight as the beam cut through the blackness. He could swear he heard distant echoes of a mournful chanting, a lingering reminder that some tales are left untold. With the studio plunged into darkness, David's heart pounded in his chest like a war drum. He frantically searched for his flashlight the beam cutting through the inkly blackness and a desperate lifeline. The air grew colder and a low, guttural growl seemed to emanate from the shadows. Then a glass, then a ghastly figure materialized before him. The nun. Her eyes now blazing with an otherworldly fury floated inches above the ground. A cold wind swept through the studio, extinguishing any feeble attempts by David to relight the flickering bulbs. Panic set in as he realised he was no longer a mere observer of ghost stories, but a participant in a nightmare. The ghostly nun's voice, now distorted and filled with malice, pierced the silence. You awakened me, David! Ah, now you must bear the consequences. David, still fumbling with his flashlight, managed to illuminate the spectral figure. He could see the twisted agony etched, etched into the nun's translucent features. Before he could comprehend the situation, the nun lunged at him her ghostly form passing through the podcast table as if it were mere mist. A bone-chilling scream from David's throat. Jesus. <laughs> That's not a bone-chilling scream, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's, sc- That's scary enough now. No, a bone... <laughs> an ad from Amazon. <laughs> Just fucked up the whole thing. A bone-chilling... Sh- A bone-chilling scream tore from David's throat. <laughs> As he felt the icy grip of his on his soul. Finger me. <laughs> the The room seemed to warp and twist as the nun's vengeful spirit overpowered him. Shadows dance around them, and he the temperature dropped to a level that felt unbearable. 
The apparition, now face to face with David, whispered hauntingly, You will share my torment, for you have disturbed the departed. David's breath hitched as he, as he struggled against the invisible force that seemed to constrict around him. The atmosphere was charged with an unholy energy, and he could feel the weight of the nun's anguish pressing down on him. In a desperate attempt to break free, Fee? Free. Yeah, free. I hate fees. I'd rather have a... <laughs> <laughs> In a desperate attempt to break free, David muttered words of apology and regret. <laughs> I didn't mean to disturb you. Please let me go. Do you want to give that a go? <laughs> I didn't mean to disturb you. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> the nun's laughter echoed through the studio. <laughs> a sinister sound that sent shivers down David's spine. Ignorance is no excuse. You meddle in forces that cannot be comprehended, David. As the spectral force in intensified, David's vision blurred and he felt the consciousness slipping away. In those fleeting moments, he glimpsed the tortured faces of the nuns who had betrayed their sister, eternally bound to the convent in a cycle of despair. Just when it seemed like the darkness would consume him entirely, a distant sound reached his ears. The faint echoes of a prayer. It was a prayer of forgiveness and redemption, uttered with sincerity. The ghostly grip on David loosened, and the oppressive energy began to dissipate. With a final anguish wall, wail, sorry, with a final anguish wail, the nun's apparition recoiled fading back into the shadows from where it came. The room returned to an eerie silence and the temperature slowly normalized. David, shaken and pale, found himself alone in a silent studio, the ordeal having left an incredible mark on his soul. As he gathered his scattered recording equipment, he couldn't shake the feeling that the ghostly nun's war warning lingered in the air. The old convent held secrets that, could, that should have remained on the start. <laughs> the old convent held secrets that should remain undisturbed, and David realized that some stories were m not meant to be told. I tell you, it's some fucking system, isn't it? That's fucking class for, and I mean, David, I, I watched this appear in front of me. Four seconds is what it took to tell, for that to, to break out the story, yeah. It's mad. How, did not, how is not every movie script and every book? Like, could you write a novel? I genuinely, I had the exact same thought today. I said, you know what? If you give it, because I, I gave it like one line of detail and it came back with this stuff. If you give it actual details, details you could write a chapter to every book. And it's, it's completely legal because you've given it the mm. prompt to do this so it's your work it's your it's your intellectual idea fucking hell because I thought about it I thought about trying to write a book through it just to prove a point just to see if if it will work I wrote a book did you? yeah really? yeah it's a children's book I wrote a children's book as well and did I, you? I, I edited and animated as well I wrote I've done all the Drawings for it and everything, yeah. I'm looking for someone to do illustration on it. Ah, yes. Well, let's fucking get going, baby. <laughs> yeah. But a little crawl. 
Right, I'll send you the one that I've done. It tell started me about off at Bastard Crow. But then it wasn't really great for a children's story. Yeah, so. you know, yeah the minute you said bastard in a children's <laughs> story, we're all done. I had to change it. No, I, I'm amazed at chat GDP. I, I really am. Even with the conversations that I'm having with. Yeah. And like, the more, it's in its infancy. Right, so just before we kick in, this is the, the final video I wanted to show you. This is supposed to be fucking scary. Well, now, so, no, sorry. There's a couple of videos in this. But it's the final, like, yeah, it's a compilation. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, right? First of all, you've handed me the whiskey. Mm. I'm fucking, it's happening. If I burst David tonight, it's his own fault. He's handed me the whiskey, right? Um, it does absolutely fucking, it does smell beautiful. By the time that hits you, yeah, you'll be baiting your father. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll be out here. I'll get a phone call saying on the way home in the big fancy Merc. <laughs> Matt bet the show you how he's out that. I'll give you a description if you don't figure out what's going on from this video. Sorry, so I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go back there, right? Where, where did you get that? That is a... Oh, sorry. Um, that is a fucking... Woman, demon, something... Literally eating... Or How do you trying know to eat a child's head. I don't. Other than the fact that it is... Um, filming on a camera phone. So I'm going to start that again, right? And Well, I don't want that to be real. I really fucking hope to God it's not. That one shit me right up because it's the most demonic out of all of them, right? You can hear the mouth sounds. That wasn't fucking cool. Shit, that whiskey's fucking nice. That yeah, Connick. Fucking nice, man. Connick whiskey is lovely. Do you want to rest that? Oh, okay. Um, what am I looking at here? Yeah, this one's weird too. Other than the microphone that looks like a massive dildo in the fucking side, um, this one will probably shit you up a little bit too. Weird. What's the story with the fucking people in their jaws? Yeah, like this replays this. Like, like this is fucking something peculiar catches our attention in the video. A woman, ex like it is a jaw thing. Like that's exactly what we were Where talking about. We keep about seeing that. Yeah, because we've seen that on that video that we shouldn't have seen. Is it something trying to escape? I don't know. Like, like you would that not dis dislocate your jaw and break your jaw? No, but what I'm thinking is like your ass. Is a very small fucking hole. Your dick hole or vagina is a very small hole, right? I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> so I'm saying if you're, if you have to come out a hole, your mouth's going to, like as a demon possessing you, your mouth's going to be the widest hole. But it's. So is this, does this explain the jaw a thing? spirit, like uh, they just, they just drift into your body from a spectral plane. No, see, if you watch Supernatural, right? They come in as like a black dust, like coal dust, but they have to come in through your mouth. 
What? Yeah, it's a it's an actual like physical being. Um, but that like that face now is like the actual video. Fucking something peculiar catches our attention in the video: a woman exhibiting behavior that doesn't seem quite human. I'm curious to know your thoughts. Like, and then straight back to sleep. It's genuine or staged. And fucking feel free to share in the comments section below. The following video is from a TikTok. This user. one, right? This one. This looks kind of normal. A little <laughs> lad with his, it does. his dad. And then, because it said, like, your man says it now, like, it's from a guy that posts videos online very regularly or whatever, right? So I'll let you watch it and then see what you think. Annie Tumia, who was out for a night walk with his son when he recorded something really scary. Windows are broken out, graffiti all over it. There might be a hole underground. Okay, so don't worry about the house. Sewer because, you know, Rowan's got his pinwheel and he loves it. Man, I'm telling you, there's something in there. I mean, Rowan can smell it. I mean, Daryl. Daryl can smell it. Daryl's a dog. What is it, Daryl? Oh, what is that? And Rowan hears it. You know, look at him. Then my phone tweaks out of nowhere. And then this happened. Oh, my light Right, so yeah, just to point out, so he is, he puts the flashlight on his phone to look down the grate, and then it just dies on his phone. But it's still, he's still recording, so the phone still works, but the flashlight died, right? Whoa, what is that? It's where my light went out. What is it, Daryl? I can't see, what is it? Oh, what is that? Oh! See that? That was fucking... A hand. Wait for it. Nope, I'm out. While taking a walk at night. Right, so this, this guy who's narrating the video, f fucking seriously fair play to him. He slows all these down at the end and shows you scary shit that happened. So there's three times. Look, there's the fingers coming out of the grate on the corner. The boy leans over a drain grate and suddenly their phone's flashlight stops working. Then hands, presumably belonging to something or someone, emerge. Jeez. Right, and then like the a second later, they're in a different position. Look, like that—that that was half a second. It's multiple. Could you do that? So, what do you no, no. You couldn't do that with your Photoshop skills. No, not that quickly. Not with video, especially. So for me to do that, right? And look, you know, I'm I'm quite good at my job, like mm. and. I will always say that I'm worth my, salt, worth my weight in salt or whatever salt or gold salt's yeah, not worth that yeah. much yeah well the expression gold came, the expression came originally from um ships well we're going to use gold now yeah, right? yeah gold right so I'm worth my weight in gold um no because you can see from the fingers right that they're still Think. as so they're the exact same resolution and all that shit as the video so if I was to go and add that in to get it to the same blurriness picture, like to... And the guy that does that video is like, that, that young lad was freaked out. Yeah, it shows him. They run away. They run away from it. Is this real or fake? Like, so the kid and him ran away, right? If you have an hour this week. Um, so we look at this shit and we say like, fucking, this is crazy, right? So... The next one was kind of weird. I don't know how weird I'd say well, it was. the nose ring is weird anyway, whatever <laughs> way anything else works. So. 
Lindsay, I'll let your Lindsay man, Burke. Yeah, I'll let your man explain it because he, he, he actually explains it quite well. It's real or fake. Here's a video from TikTok user Lindsay Burke, who typically doesn't share anything related to the paranormal. However, during one of her TikTok videos, numerous viewers pointed out something eerie captured in the footage. Noticeably, while filming a brief video, a peculiar black figure material. You seeing that? Yeah. It's gonna go back. Noticeably, while filming a brief video, a peculiar black figure materializes in the far background. Lindsay disappears the minute her hair flicks that camera, right? Now, I'm not going to like, I'm going to skip on a little bit because this one goes on for way too long. Yeah. Um, now, it's still the same one, right? So she thought it was her camera. So, no, she shows that that room that's being talked about, the one that's on the screen now, is her boyfriend's gaming room. Right, so that's fine, whatever, right? She goes into the gaming room and... This space over here, just, yeah, just here, is where... So where you see the windows now is where she was standing in front of, taking the video? The shape was. And even weirder, on top of my hairdressing trolley down here, I have this... It's not real, it's fake. I bought it as a placemat. I don't have the planchet to it. It's never been used. I don't now don't know what to do with it. Right, so she bought a... Ouija board. Yeah, pretty much, right? Which I was like, all right, fuck off. Like, it's laminated. You definitely bought it from home base, right? Kind of thing. But then this isn't where it ends, right? So we've seen the figure appear and disappear in the background, right? Which is, look, it was just a fucking black shape. Nobody really cares, right? So then she says, there's a second video comes out and says, I'm in bed uh, watching TV and I hear what I thought was my husband's computer turn on, right? Now I've got a gaming computer at home that I use for work. It's They make noise. The minute you turn them on, like they make fucking serious noise, especially when I'm editing videos around for the podcast, right? So I'm just going to skip on here. So this is the noise. So make that much noise? Yeah. So it wasn't... The computer, right? So she she turns off the wall switch of the computer. Now I'm not gonna lie, mine does not make that much noise. So right, there's the there's the wall switch gone off, right? So that's a computer completely taken out of it, right? So she finds the thing in her press. And it's her karaoke microphone, but it's completely enclosed in a case. Oh. What the fuck? So that had just came on out of nowhere in the no, same room, no. right? Great. It turns out that the microphone in the same room where the figure was spotted started playing radio static on its own. So what exactly is happening in Lindsay's house? So there's obviously been many, many, many fucking cases over the years of radio static being a half 
from the dead side, half from the living side. A medium for him to communicate. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So She mentioned that she hasn't explored the attic yet, which could be the source of the strange occurrences. Additionally, there's the presence of the Ouija board to consider. Patrick, from the haunted side paranormal in... Yeah, now, so this one, right, this guy does a haunted fucking... I've gone ghost hunting shit, right? So I'm going to skip through bits of this, right? But basically there was some... And actually there is quite a fucking scary part. So he sets up these boxes in the room, right? What do they... Boxes? They're EMFs, basically. So if anything celestial comes towards it, they start dinging, right? On the count of three... Can you try to grab one of these boxes that I have See the boxes on the table, yeah. One, two, three. Oh, Oh, they both went off. That one. Oh, okay. Now they're going through the roof. Thank you. Can you... Is this in the women's house? The woman's house? No, no, no. This is another video now. Different thing. Right? So he's in this really haunted pub that everybody knows about, apparently, right? Could do it clean the tables. Yeah, but no, it's closed. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. It's closed down, right? I was thinking there was a dirty bastard. (laughs) So these boxes, if any sort of like ghost presence, whatever, gets anywhere near them, they start going up. So you'll see in a little bit that they actually have a meter on them of green to red, whatever, right? But when he asked for anybody to please touch the boxes if you're here, right, the two of them went off, which means there's more than one person or one entity there, right? But believe me, David, this is not just the boxes. Right now. Wow. Oh, more hits here. Can you can you go from this one to and can you go sit back over there? Or can you make that one go off now? Oh, oh gone off again. And that's like huge look at that, that's like a huge hit. Can you do that one more time, please? That's like almost on command. Right, so you're probably thinking the same thing that I'm thinking of. They've got a button that fucking makes this buzzer go off or whatever, Maybe they're they're causing the static by turning on something. Wait till the next part. Whoa. Whoa. Right, so there, sorry, there's the green to red that it's actually going up in a Hmm. metering reading, right? Thank you. The camera captures the figure of a mysterious woman with long black hair peeking around. So we didn't notice this while we were watching. The corner to look at Patrick before quickly vanishing without a trace. See that? Jeez, a woman. Is this a genuine ghost captured? Like, do you see it moving out, right? Before quickly vanishing without a trace. Is this a genuine ghost captured on camera at the haunted Mount Hood Resort, or is there a more rational explanation? 
Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Like that, that appears and leaves like. It's so hard though when it's, I, I do always think them things are staged by them crowds. Yeah, no, I, I'm the exact same as you. I, I feel the exact same way about it, right? Now, this next one could be a similar thing you could say, yeah, is absolutely staged, right? So there's two left now. There's this one and another one, right? And now I am going to skip through them because I've, I've watched them mm. like, or whatever. So there's bits that can be skipped through. So this guy came home, he likes fucking recording himself on PlayStation or whatever, and uh, this is what happened, right? ...page where he shares a variety of content, but nothing related to the paranormal. However, one day while playing Rocket League, he hears something eerie and decides to record it. This is what he managed to capture. All right, so I'm sitting here playing Rocket League at the moment. Every time I'm here by myself... I swear this place is haunted. I've been fucking around with Ouija boards and I was stupid enough to bloody invite demons to possess me and shit because I didn't believe in it. But ever since... Would you do that? Wouldn't be whole. Yeah, no, it's a ridiculous fucking thing to do. Then, every time I'm here by myself, I hear shit outside. So I'm playing Rocket League. I know, eh? Yeah. It's fucking... Oh, did you hear that? Right, did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Right, I'm just going to go back for the listeners. Seconds. Oh, did you hear that? Oh, what the fuck? Right, so anybody listening, that door just closed by itself and we can see the outside, right? Mm. So I'm still sitting here going fishing line, right? No fucking way. No fucking way. I'd be terrified opening the door Hello? after that. And the handle's depressed. Did you notice that? Yeah. Is anybody here? It's the oak swinging. The chandelier's swinging. Holy yeah. shit, yeah. that fucking moving? Yeah. Why's that Hello? fucking moving? Is anybody here? He's a brave bastard. Yeah, mm. I mean, to be fair, I'm out the door. The minute I see the yeah, chandelier yeah. moving and the door closing. And like he's too calm. See, no, see, something that bugs me, right, is when you're at home, right, you have a big house. Like yeah. I've been in your house, right? I don't have a big house, but at the same time, I am there every day on my own working. I close every fucking door in the house until I walk through it. Is that because of ghosts? No, no, I just do it. Like, like <laughs> Fire safety. Maybe, I don't know. But this guy, as they go around the house, has dark rooms with the doors open to every room. And I find that weird. Now, that could just be me, but we'll continue. God, man, what the fuck? I'm going to skip on a little bit here because nothing happens, right? Hello? I heard you. So lights start coming on now. No, no fucking way, no fucking way, oh my god, hello? So you see all the flashing there? Just a fucking shadow moving here. No, but he's, he's following the ghost, if that's the case. But this does get fucking weird. This is this fucking lot switch. Or weirder, I suppose. 
Oh man, I'm absolutely fucking shitting myself. No. Now, can I paint out before we go any further here? He's dead on looking at that with the camera. I, I, I don't know how he's doing it if he is doing exactly. it. Exactly. And I want you to keep that in your mind for the next couple of seconds. That can't be. Fuck off. Holy fucking shit. Nah, fuck this. I'm... Oh, no. Nah, fuck this. I'm out of here. Goodbye. Fuck this fucking shit. A creepy noise can be heard emanating from out. So he left the apartment and he didn't come back till four days later. Right. And when he came back. He had a priest with him. <laughs> no, no, no. He, I, I, which was weird. He came back on his own. Right. But he came back home, and. He noticed something unsettling. Yeah. Um, when he came back, he literally. There were was dust prints on the where he was playing PlayStation originally on the counter where his PlayStation was and um I'll show that the video will take it away. Hello everyone. Um I've been getting lots of people asking me for an update on the ghost stuff but to be honest I haven't really been home much since Friday night since all that went down. But um I've just kind of gotten home and turned my telly on and stuff and leant over here and noticed something on my... He looks afraid. Yeah. thing. And yeah, right, you're probably going to give me shit about how dusty it is, but whatever. But I don't think I'd go back to a place. Never mind four days later. But look, you look at that. that. Like, it's not a paw print because the palm part is over too much to the right. There's one, two, three, four, five. There's six, what would be fingerprints. Any ideas? No. Oh, yeah, maybe. It looks like a handprint or something. Oh, check it out. Wait. It doesn't fit his handprint. So. One, two, three, four, five fingers and a thumb. Well, that's not Thomas Palm. And the thumbprint's way bigger than... I didn't even notice it had five fingers. That's weird. Well, <clears throat> I don't even know if I want to know what that is, to be honest, but... Now, de- there's where I have a problem with this video. He's just like, ah, oh, yeah, it happened, and let's move on, and I'm going to live here. Yeah, fuck that. I wouldn't be going back to the house. Neither would I. Like, our man just comes back and is like, oh, yeah. It's a f- what, what's his name? Uh, his TikTok is... Sorry. It was, sorry. There's the best up. Oh, that's your phone. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, I need the fucking thing to go down. Sorry. I'll give you for now. Jai. Anyway. Upon uh, returning home. Oh, yeah. Jai. J-A-I. Under... With oh, sorry. Thing. J A I under dash M I S A N T H R O P I C. Did you get that? Yeah. Yeah. So he has 33 followers. What? That's what it says. Wow. Okay. But that makes it even more believable. No, it has to be a different one, doesn't there? 
Yeah, definitely. And that was from what? What did it say? Did you say two thousand and fourteen, fifteen? Let me see now. Thirty-three followers. There must be another account. Right. I reckon. This one is the one I was excited to show you. Okay. And the only reason I was excited to show you, so I was like, right, there's chairs moving and blah, 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 fucking, you can put fishing wire on that shit, right? And then just at the end, they decided to show you something. Yeah. Go for it. So I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the start of it to context. Yeah. Other ghost hunters to investigate a reputedly haunted hospital. Yeah. Oh no! By the way, sorry for listeners. This is somewhere in like fucking Spain or Portugal or something. So, like, they're talking in a different language. Por mi norte la luz, por mi sur, por mi este, por mi oeste. Ahí está. Yeah, I, I don't get what this is about. Right? They're, they're just lit a fire somewhere. Right, so actually, sorry for everybody and David. They are in a mental institution that was closed down like 40 years ago. Also, it's one of those abandoned houses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uy, me movieron esa silla. Sí. Right, so uh, for anybody listening, the chair behind the guy just fucking absolutely flew about three, four foot out. And I didn't even notice that. No, you couldn't. He turned around and it was out, it was right? Moved. So I'm with you here on this is bullshit, right? Um. I'm actually, I'm going to skip on a little bit because I'm not going to lie to you, right? Straight up, chairs are moving. He does go over in this video. Now, the links will be in the description so you can watch the full fucking stuff yourself. Um, he does go over and show that there's absolutely no lines. There's no nothing in this video. Like, this guy is filming on his phone, right? But where shit kind of gets a bit scary. So they start going through the place. Yeah, so what happened there was the, the screen chair. You seen it, Dave? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just started fucking spinning, right? So I'm sitting there going, right, chairs, whatever, fucking mm. kind of used to it now, this shit. So I was like, I'm, 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 I'm on board with what's going on here. It's a fucking, it's a load of shite, blah, 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 right? And uh, then shit kind of gets real. <laughs> so I'm just going to skip on a little bit because this, this actual one video goes on for 30 minutes. So watch the corridor in the background here now. No. Escucho sillas de ruedas. ¿Eres un hombre? Marica la luz. Ay, 
Need so the light, second, the light just comes on in that room, right? <gasps> so there's electricity in the abandoned house, in the abandoned hospital. Uh, well, apparently, according to the description, this is only abandoned like six months. So why aren't they turning on the lights everywhere? No, because they only have the rooms that the doctors go into, or not not that the doctors go into, but that people walk into every day that come on automatically because you're, the likes of your reception, everybody's going to be in all day, so they're, they're stead on all the time. Um. Anyway, that's still not the weirdest part of this video. Wait, go. Apagaron la luz. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. Right. Now they're going to zoom in on They're going to show you, right? They're but, shining around everything and they couldn't see yeah. it. And next thing he shined around the light and then this figure ran across. So just before they come in here. No. No, that's still the old shit there. Yeah, now we're here. Yeah. No, way. We're weird looking. Now, they do close up so you can take it for yourself. But when they do a close up, it's a child. Oscar, 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 Oscar. Come on, Oscar. Yeah, fucking Oscar, go on. I have to do something here now. And now Oscar's two floors below. Strange sounds and moving objects were just the beginning of a night filled with terror. So, obviously, the YouTuber that done this uh, is doing a voiceover and he's showing now, he's kind of cut, condensing it down into the scary parts. For Brian and his team. During the investigation, he managed to capture footage of a mysterious figure of a child, which frightened him enough to stop recording. However, a few days later... Right, so I don't really get this part of the video. They show a light keeps coming. Now, this is from the same building. They show a light keeps coming up from the... As you can see here. So that just keeps happening. But it shows now at the end of this. Yeah. TV's Something unusual. Turn off in one minute. What do you think? Was it a genuine apparition captured on camera in a haunted hospital? No, so there. Another yeah, it is a child. Sorry. Back, back, back. Oh, no. Sorry for it. Did something camera in a haunted hospital? Right, so right there, right before it starts running. Hmm. I'm going to use the cursor here, circle around it. Topless with white pants, maybe. I don't know. Um, uh, well, but do you not think that with the technology we all have and all the street cameras and all the security cameras we all have in our house and we all have fucking cameras in our pockets? Yeah. How is there no pictures or videos? We, but, I don't know, have I not showed you enough tonight now to say... There's not pictures or videos. 
Because you can counteract it with all the skill set that you have. See, yeah, that's the issue is that, and especially for me doing the research, I've looked at so many things going, I could do that. And and that's kind of the problem. It's uh, Yeah, and it's like uh, influencers and programs, they want to yeah. sell shit. But the, but the problem also is, is that I could do that. Like, like that is a problem mm. in the sense of, like if me and you wanted to produce, uh, right, I'll tell you what oh, we'll do. Oh, man. I'll tell you what we'll do. I want yeah. us and we'll pretend to be yeah. scared and we'll act it out and we could have everyone thinking that we're fucking seeing ghosts there. I hope you all have a fantastic Halloween and I hope that me and Matt entertained you with our bullshit. Somewhat, somewhat. It was a bit off the cuff, but isn't that the best type of fun there is? So thanks a million to everyone for uh, another year listening. Until Halloween, and I hope you don't um, do anything bad, like hire people to scare your friends and thinking it's a good idea running around your work. Hey, I fucking said no. <laughs> I, you could have told me, 40 euro, I'd have fucking... Anyway, good luck.